So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas you are listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley and rachel griman each week i forgot to do my a thing hey <laughs> there you go each week a new episode will air to help you grow your business by winning more bookings maximizing profits and breaking through your limiting beliefs and today rachel and i are chatting about how to actually grow your business now what does that mean? What are we talking about? It feels kind of like a little, it feels a little uh, jabby or, or something, you know, <laughs> like I'm kind of throwing punches, even say that. I just think there's a lot of ways out there. There's a lot of talk about growing your business. There's all of the things that you could be doing. You know what I'm talking about, Rachel? Do you ever feel like overwhelmed yes. with like all of this stuff? Yes. I think it goes along the lines with when you and I have talked multiple times about shooting on yourself, yeah. like all the things you should be doing. And it also goes along with the, what we've said about chasing other people's dreams and making their goals your own. A lot of that advice isn't going to apply to you because people don't know what you're working toward. Yeah. So you, we kind of want to give you a framework to figure out what you actually want out of your business and then how to align your tasks and where you spend your time accordingly to get you closer to that. Yes. And there's just no shortage of things that you could be doing. Even if it's not should, it's even just like the possibility of what you could be doing. Yeah. I mean, if that we number just, is paralyzing too. It is. It's absolutely paralyzing when we think about all the hats that we're wearing. So yes, obviously we're, you know, we're, we're photographing, we're editing, we're replying to, um, emails, we're happy on phone calls, maybe consultations, but then there's this all the marketing stuff, like uh, there's all the social media and all of the SEO and all of the advertising and all of the, uh, you know, networking and partnerships. There's just so many things that we could be doing. Mm -hmm. And, go ahead, and I please. feel like other people, especially educators have made each possibility their one thing that yes. they're pushing for. So then when they teach about it, it feels automatically like it should be your focus. So if you learn from five different educators that have grown their business using five different techniques, it feels like, oh, well, I need to do all five then because it worked for other people. But the reason those people are successful is because they picked one. Yes. So this is what we're going to chat about today. It's not about mm -hmm. how to get more done. It's uh, how to get the right things done. And oftentimes mm -hmm. in the right order, 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I'm so empathetic to this for the photographers who I've, I've coached and who like, man, there, you have all that it takes. You have the resources, you have mm-hmm. the knowledge. You, and, and sometimes it's just a matter of knowing which thing to actually be putting all of your energy into mm-hmm. and which things to be saying no to. And mm-hmm. so let's let's maybe try to give the listeners um, a bit of a, a process to to think through this stuff, you know, like kind of critically. You know what I mean? Like trying mm-hmm. to, to really critically consider what this is. Yeah, TJ is in the chat right now in the Mastermind group. TJ says this is my constant struggle. Yeah, I hear you, TJ. Yeah. Same. Even successful people, because it's like you do the same thing for a while and it works and then you either get bored of it or you feel the pressure to add something new. It doesn't go away. Yeah. You know, this isn't a struggle that you overcome. It's one that you just get better at confronting. And I think this is where frameworks come in really helpful of like word of the year or goal setting at the beginning of the year and revisiting it. It really helps you make choices aligned with your main focus. Yeah. But you can't make choices if you don't have a main focus. So I think that's the first thing you probably need to talk about. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't know who someone says all these crazy quotes and it's, it's probably always just like one really smart guy who's writing them in a book and then they get accredited to like, <laughs> we've talked about this in the past. Like, Oh, Abe maybe Lincoln Aesop, said that. Aesop's you know? fables. Yeah. It was always like Aesop. <laughs> someone said, give me six hours to cut down a tree and I'll spend the first, uh, four, wait, yeah. The first four sharpening my ax. Mm-hmm. And that's part of this process. Cause obviously we know you, we know, I know you want to grow your business. I know you want more bookings. I know you want to book them at higher prices. I know that you'd love to be more financially independent. That might look mm-hmm. like you leaving a day job may look like you keeping it and just having mm-hmm. more, uh, you know, supplementary income. But I, I know mm-hmm. that there's a goal of growing the business, but we have to be able to draw some discernment in terms of like, okay, so what is it going to take? Because mm-hmm. if we don't spend the first four of the six hours sharpening the ax, everything that crosses our table, which is going to be everything all the time mm-hmm. at once is going to be like the shiny object. We're going to be like, Oh, I yes. could work on a new logo. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. Uh, yes. Rachel's got some new copywriting course I could take. Mm-hmm. Ben, Ben's yeah. got this thing over here that I should definitely jump in. It's like, maybe, And and so we have to get really clear or we're going to fall prey to that and we're just going to get lost and we're going to all end up in the same Facebook group saying the same stuff over and over. (laughs) And I think the phrase grow your business is where the problem starts because it's so vague. Mm -hmm. And when you have not capped your income, if you don't define what grow your business means in number form, in lifestyle, satisfaction, whatever that like factor is for you of what you're trying to achieve, then if you say your goal is to grow your business, you are never going to be satisfied. Even if you have the best year you've ever had, you're just going to say, well, I still want more. And so you, we really, when I keep saying we need to define it, you need to define what enough is so we can figure out what the ax is that you need to sharpen for four hours. Because if you don't know what enough is, we're just going to take every single thing that slides across your table. Like Ben said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's one of the first questions I asked, you know, I, I spent some time talking to photographers who are interested in, in jumping into books. All they're interested in maybe coming to the abundance workshop or something. And I asked them like, well, like, what is it that you're wanting? Like, what's, what is the vision here? And they're like, I, I want more clients. I want, I want higher paying clients. I want luxury clients. These very kind of general terms, like, well, what exactly, what specifically? Mm-hmm. And so many times it's like, well, I haven't really thought about that. I don't really know what that number is yet. 
it's really helpful to get clear of what mm-hmm. is, and I love the way that you put it, Rachel, what is enough? What, what is this goal that we're producing? And, um, and that, and that's just like for right now, it's a good starting place. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it doesn't have to be permanent. This is cause no, it, that goal is going to shift no. and it's going to change. Yeah. And your life is going to change. So the goal is going to change. That's why it's good to reassess these at least annually yes. because you want to have not only fresh passion for what you're doing, but fresh perspective on why you're doing it. Because the reason that this number is enough this year and this number is enough next year is different. You have a kid, you move, you have a partner, you have a different apartment, whatever it may be, you need to understand why you've set this goal. And Ben talked about putting a number to it. More clients is still too vague. Yeah. You said something before we started recording about, you know, you want to know how much you want to make in a month or in a quarter and how many clients it's going to take to do that. And those are two really important numbers to have before you figure out where to put your energy in marketing your business. And I think that comes from me talking to photographers all the time. And I would say 99% of them would say that their biggest problem is they need more leads. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, is it? I mean, it might be, right? But like, is it is it just more leads or is it more booked clients? Right? Yeah. Do and you need even, better leads yeah. or do you need to convert the people that are coming to you yes. more often? And then even if it is well, I need more booked clients. Well, is that enough? Because if it's just booked clients, then let's drop your prices to 20 bucks a session and we'll right. get you some bookings. So, right. okay, oh, okay, fine. So it's not just booked clients. It's I need more booked clients at $5,000 average. Okay, so let's define more. Uh, I need 10 clients at $5,000 average. Let's put some constraints around that. A month, a year, mm-hmm. a quarter. Um, and, and so once we start to dig into like, well, okay, so what does that get you? And then what does that get you? And then what does that get you? We can begin to define this is the thing that I really need the most, right? I need to get, let's maybe put some actuals around this, Rachel. Yeah. Let's say like my goal is I would like to have... 20, we'll go wedding photography. I, I need 20 wedding photography clients at $10,000 average a year, mm-hmm. a 12 month period, right? Like, so maybe like that becomes the, the goal that we're after. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I just pull in these numbers. I'm just random. Yeah. Okay. Don't get too caught up listeners. That's ridiculous. <laughs> 10,000 to 200,000, whatever it is. Right. Don't get too caught up in numbers. But so, so that then becomes the main thing. This is really important that you know that that's the main thing. 20 clients a year at $10,000 a piece, that's the main thing. That's the number one goal. And I don't know who said this, but the main thing is to keep the main thing the main thing. (laughs) And the second thing is the main thing, (laughs) right? And this, we put this in jeopardy taking focus away from the main thing being the main thing. When we look at what other people are doing, you're like, well, maybe I should be doing that. Yes. Because it's like that photographer seems to have what I want and they're doing really well on reels. So that's what I need to put my attention into. But maybe when you've defined that you need this amount of clients in this, at this price, in this amount of time, reels was never part of the plan to get you there. You have a really successful marketing channel over here. You have no business making reels because that's not the main thing. So the beauty behind that silly statement, the main thing being the main thing, keeping it the main thing is that 
it's hard to do. That's why there's a quote <laughs> around it. <laughs> yeah. And so then everything else gets checked against the main thing. So mm-hmm. if my goal is to, you know, book 20 clients at 10,000 a piece, you know, uh, and I'm looking at starting to do Instagram reels, I can ask myself, does this help me to get, you know, the 20 clients that I need at 10 K a piece? Mm-hmm. And I can begin to measure this. Now there's this thing, and I don't know, someone may have originated this. I don't know. I just know that I hired a consultant to help me define my main thing. Mm-hmm. And after I spent a full day and it took a day to define my main thing to get real clear and real honest looking at my life and what I say that I want and what I want, not just for my finances, but for my health and for my relationships with my wife and my kid, like really spending some time sitting in this after a day, we defined, this is the main thing. And and the next step then was he helped me. His name is Brian. Brian helped me to create, um, he called it an ice sheet and maybe Brian invented it. Maybe he read it in a book. And the ice sheet then it allowed me to take all of the bullshit, all of the potential things that I could be doing like Instagram reels, right? And then put some metrics around it so I could compare it against all the other things. And so on my ice sheet, you know, I got like 15, 20 things. And the ice sheet, it's literally just a spreadsheet, friends. It's a spreadsheet and on the left-hand side is just like all the stuff that you could be doing. It's also really good to get it out of your head, by the way, and to put it onto paper, updating my logo, changing my copywriting, uh, meeting with a vendor down the street, starting Hiring a your Pinterest manager. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the, the list could literally be a hundred points long. Yep. And it's really helpful for me to get it out of my head and onto the spreadsheet. Right. And then the ice it's called an ice sheet because then next to that, there's I-C-E, the next three columns. Ice is impact, where I take my one thing that I say that I'm up to, and then on a scale of one to 10, how impactful will this be towards getting me towards that result, right? Will, um, will hopping onto Pinterest be impactful for getting you know my 20 clients at 10K a piece? Honestly, I'm going to put that at probably like a two on impact. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's maybe even a one. It's a one banger right there. All right. But it's helpful for, for you to see one that. Thing. For, for my one thing. thing. It's like, yeah. you know, I don't really think that's going to move the needle. Right. So that's the I in ice. The next mm-hmm. column over is my confidence. The confidence that I have in its ability to actually like work. And my ability to like execute on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but really, yes. it's like it's like the confidence that I have in in how well it's going to move the needle for me. Like there are certain things I'm like, eh, this might this might make a difference. It's a fifty fifty. There's other things that I'm like, this is guaranteed to actually like be impactful for my business, right? What's your confidence in getting on Pinterest that you would be able to execute it well? Oh, I could I could slay Pinterest myself. The confidence <laughs> that it would actually make a difference in my business is is, is a zero. Is a zero, yeah. <laughs> And so that'd be the C. And then the last one is ease. It's like, how easy is this to go about doing, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there are certain things like, for example, let's go with this. Let's go with, if my goal is to get 20 clients at 10K a piece, I'm going to need to start networking with um, both planners and uh, venues. And those would be mm-hmm. two separate items on the ice sheet. And so let's say it's venues, all right? Getting on preferred vendor lists for the most expensive three venues in my area. Okay. The impact that that would have, I, I'm going to say it's going to be like an eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's say mm-hmm. eight out of 10. Definitely. Impact, right. Uh, the confidence that I'm going to be able to actually pull that off. 
<laughs> Maybe that's like a five because it's mm-hmm. it, if it's, it's the most hard expensive to get on those venues, lists. Yeah, it's gonna you know, and and or, or rather maybe it's I, I I mixed confidence and ease. I apologize. The confidence that it will make a difference is oh, like yeah. I think it's a ten. It's like yes, if I yeah. can do this, it's gonna be a ten. The ease that's the ease part. The ease mm-hmm. part is the like, can I actually do this? How easy is right. it gonna be for me to do this? And that ease is gonna be like a, uh, you know ten being super easy, one being very difficult. It's probably gonna mm-hmm. be like a four, maybe a three. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be pretty yeah. difficult. And so on the then the total, I'm looking at the end. If it's like a thirty out of thirty, it's like yes, let's go. High yeah. impact, high confidence is going to re- result. 10 out of 10 on easiness. If it's a 30 there, I'm like, yes, this is going to be my number one priority this month, this mm-hmm. week, this day. Right. Mm-hmm. And this kind of stuff, it, it, I get it can be a little granular, but sometimes we, we, need, we need things like this to force our artistic, shiny object, puppy <laughs> dog with a tennis ball kind of way of doing business as creators to just tell me it's so easy to get distracted because new and shiny things happen all the time and we're completely overwhelmed by them every day on social media we see what other people do we see what coaches are offering we see a new feature on a social media platform that they're launching that you think you should be a part of i am so guilty of this when i'm procrastinating on something that I do all the time. Like, let's say I'm writing a website and I'm just like not in the mood. The inspiration hasn't struck. You better believe I'm writing a case study that day for a past client we did just because that feels more fun to me. Mm-hmm. And that is not the main thing. The main thing in our business right now is doing the work that we are contracted to do. Yeah. And so it's just having rubrics like ice. I think that's such a fantastic way of looking at tasks I think is so helpful for the creatives at heart like us. And this is something that I think a lot of photographers, if they're entrepreneurs, entrepreneurials, if they, if they have, <laughs> if they're entrepreneurs and they have, and they're creatives, it's like we tend to be visionary. I'm not mm-hmm. saying you're all visionaries out there, but we tend to be pretty visionary. And that also means that we tend to be like, we, we, we jump around ideas. We get really far into the future, but then we lose like the, uh, the, the kind of like the drive to actually put in the work. We're big. At, we're good at dreaming. Sometimes not so good at the executing. Yeah. Um, and so like, I'm a visionary. I know that. And I'd like to switch gears all the time. And so for me, it's been really helpful to find uh, a partner for myself. You know, we've talked in the past about like outsourcing and bringing on new, um, uh, a support for yourself and, and building mm-hmm. a team. And for me, my number one hire was to find uh, a, um, we'll call them like, uh, the, the executor, the, the like practitioner, like where I'm vision Mm -hmm. and dreamer and I'm over here in la la land and I'm just wanting Mm -hmm. to like do all the fun things all the time to have someone uh, essentially like I'm the lab and they have the leash and they're Mm -hmm. like, Hey Ben, that's not the one thing. That's not going to get yeah. you to what you say you want. And just remember, Ben, mm-hmm. you said that you want this thing, remember? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, but this looks really fun. <laughs> yeah. And it's not boring. Like everything else I signed up to do. Yeah. 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 I had, have you ever done the strengths finders test, Ben? I do you know what your strengths are? I've all of them. <laughs> what are yours? I oh, have, all 32? <laughs> oh, no. My uh, a doer, achiever, and... Mm-hmm. Um, 
yeah, I think it's like that. That something about like sexy. Uh, for Woo! <laughs> Woo! Actually, <laughs> yeah, I was say I was going too. for a joke, and yeah. then you <laughs> actually true. said what it was. My number one yeah. was woo. Yeah, yeah, you nailed me it. Me too. That's me too. Oh my goodness! But I think mine on that is activator mm. and so and i think a lot of creatives have activator and woo actually as part or achiever as part of their top five and it means we can get i can start a project like nobody's business like i have so much excitement around the beginning i can buy the domain i can write the business plan i can get really granular but then when it gets hard and it gets a little bit frustrating. I'm like, and I'm out. So it's not just an executor. It's somebody that can stoke the fire again for you about the goal you set in the first place. And it doesn't even have to be a business partner. It can be your partner, partner, or a friend, or a business bestie, whatever you want to call it. Somebody that can rein you in like the leash that Ben's talking about, but also be like, hey, remember how excited you were about this in the beginning? Yeah. Like, let's talk about that excitement again. Let's get that going. And this is honestly one of the benefits of a coach. Um, mm. You know, Angela, she's in the mastermind right now and she's in chat and she's saying like, okay, I think the hardest part for her is to judge how much impact each thing will have. And, and I agree. Um, even for myself, who, who helps, uh, I coach <laughs> others to do this. But yeah. then when I look at my own little life of all the things that I say that I want and all my distractions, I still need my own coach to be able to, to help hold me and into this space and then help me to evaluate these things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I mentioned, uh, Brian, I spent a day with him, you know, that was like, <laughs> I don't want to talk. No, it was, it was a, it was a, it was like a year's salary <laughs> to work with That's, this coach to like yeah. really, uh, um, help me to identify this stuff and then to stay with me in it for, you know, over the year. Mm -hmm. And, um, and it's been absolutely worth it. To have yeah. someone to like help me to identify all of these metrics. Now, I, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of incredible uh, coaches out there who who mm -hmm. can help you to identify what the impact will be for your business. Yeah. But talk about cheesy sayings like you can't fill from an empty cup. All of us are in the hospitality business. We're all serving people. That's our job. And you cannot expect to constantly serve people and to keep your passion alive for doing that without somebody else helping you. And that's where a coach can come in really handy. Yes. That's really what a coach does is remind you of why you started and that you actually are really good at your job and you like it. Yes. And to stand for you, mm -hmm. uh, for the things that you say that you want, even <laughs> like they need to fight you mean on hold your behalf. you accountable. Well, yes, yes, exactly. You know, like, uh, and, and keep showing up. And, mm -hmm. uh, and so, yes, I need that. And candidly, y'all need that too. You know, someone was in the, <laughs> uh, I, I just see this question all the time, uh, amongst photographers. Hey, should I get, should I get this lens? Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about getting this lens or, you know, should I invest in a coach? It's like the lens can wait. <laughs> yeah. the, the lens the lens is like the bottom of the list for ice. It, yeah, for exactly. It. It's like, what is the impact that this has on you Almost having a proper sustainable business? Yeah. What's the confidence? Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a zero there. How Especially easy is it? Clients don't care about it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Photographers stop putting what's in my bag on your websites. Sorry. That's a whole other thing. Side but note. your clients do not care. 
So that's what I mean by the impact is zero. Yeah. Like you're going to be just as talented with a 50 as you are a 35, like, or whatever you're going to be comparing against. But anyway, sorry, that's like it, a copywriter's rant. Oh, uh, good. And by the way, just go rent the lens. Like this is what I did. I yeah. just, I just, I'm <laughs> yeah. not saying that, like, I get it. Like gears gear. It's good. All good things. Just go rent it though. Like, you know, I digress. My friends, um, I hope that you take some time. I hope that this encourages you to kind of like slow down a little bit, sharpen the ax, consider all the things that you're currently doing right now and what could get cut, you know, what could get pulled back. Honestly, when I was meeting with my coach, uh, Brian, we were talking, I mean, I was doing Instagram reels five times a day and we brought that through the ice sheet. And mm-hmm. it was like, okay, what is the impact that this is having in the business? It was it was producing a decent impact, okay? Um, I'm confident that it was. And it was ease, though. It was requiring a, a lot of time. And it wasn't the time that it took to create the reels. The time that was getting lost was in the... In the social mm. uh, uh, algorithm of just getting sucked in and just like on your phone all the time then, right? Mm-hmm. Well, or so, responding to them thoughtfully. Yes. And so like there was an ease issue as well. And so we pulled that back. And so now I'm, I'm you know, I hired um, someone to help me with Instagram and I'm pulled back to three times uh, a week instead of five. But, um, you know, it's, how, why were we just talking about, why was I talking about this? There's a reason why I was getting <laughs> You were, you were talking about how your coach told you to pull oh, it back oh, after well, running it through the lens. Yeah, the reason I was saying this is because it, I hope as you identify your, your main thing, that you, you take stock of what mm. you're currently doing. And maybe this isn't even about doing more new stuff. Maybe it's about pulling back and stopping doing things that are not impactful, right? We, That's the we, whole point of this episode. Yeah. Stop doing things. Stop, Don't stop add it. anything to this list. <laughs> well, or maybe. Maybe it's stop everything and then just focus on this one little one, thing, right? Yeah, you know, like yeah, it could yeah, be yeah. that too. But the total to-do list should shorten much. after listening to this episode. <laughs> yes, very much. Yes, it should. It should absolutely focus and, and become far more clear you know and your expectations of yourself should be laser focused then like put those blinders on to what other people are doing and how other people are finding success unless you're following their programming in the same thing that you're one thing that you're doing you know that's the only time you should look at what other people are doing but don't let other people's success doing something different distract you from your main thing yep your main thing is your main thing (laughs) <laughs> and keep it the main thing and the second thing is to make it the main thing <laughs> alright friends thanks for hanging out with us today really appreciate y'all uh, hey listen if you're not already a part of the mastermind group we'd love to have you there I've mentioned you know a couple of the people who've just been watching live while we've been uh, broadcasting this in that community and so we get to read the comments and kind of bring those people involved into the actual podcast and the other really cool benefit is you tend to get access to the episodes like a month in advance uh, and, and chat with Rachel and I there directly Directly. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a ton of free education there. I do workshops all the time. And so we'd love to have you there. If you go over to benhartley.com forward slash mastermind, uh, you can jump into the community. What is it? Like 32,000 photographers. There a lot or of people. It's, yeah. It's a pretty good space, you know? And it's good people. Like it's not, it's not like those other groups, guys. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I do run a tight ship. I, I, no, but it is. I meant that. Like yeah. I was saying it sarcastically, but I mean it like certain groups you're in. It's like, everybody's a little bit newbie or there's mean people like it's really well moderated. Yeah. 
I, well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad to hear. Yes. TJ in the Mastermind Group says we are the best people. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> TJ is a good guy. All right, friends. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate you. Uh, you don't really understand how much we appreciate you. Um, I, I don't. There's no words I can express. But, man, I appreciate everyone who's listening. Can't to see you. Can't to see you. Can't wait to see you in the <laughs> next, next episode. <laughs> Rachel, how about you side us out? Okay. Um, thanks for being here. Love each and every one of you. Mean it. Until next time, be kind to yourself. And keep showing up.